0: liquor talk brand new episode starts right now welcome one welcome everybody to another edition of the podcast where you're gonna need some liquor for this conversation this is the liquor talk podcast i'm your man victor and you have you are entering the final stages of the season five of liquor talk tonight my guest hails from las vegas from sin city she is the host of the goat podcast it's chrissy the goat welcome to liquor talk and how you doing tonight
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, and I
0: appreciate you for coming on short notice. Um, We were just discussing this and, you know, (laughs) I kind of had somebody flake on me and I I definitely appreciate you for doing this on short notice. I just want to tell you that, you know.
1: No problem at all.
0: All right, let's jump right into it. Um, Tell people about your podcast, The Goat Podcast.
1: Yeah, so you see the name, Chrissy the Goat. Um, That's where it came from. I mean, I really do a lot uh, just in my city or uh, really with anything that I do. And everybody always be like, you to go, you to go, like when I do something. And then um, it was just kind of like self-proclaimed from just doing my works. Like I used to be involved in um, music and I've managed and things like that. And at first they used to call me "Should Night" because the way that I just used to just go with everything. Um, And so I actually had a podcast previously. I had a co-host, but we just were not on the same page at all. And it just slowly just just went away. So um, I was like, I still want to do this. Like I had been wanting to do a podcast already for like five years or so. And I don't know why I was running from doing it on my own. But I think it took like testing the waters to really see like if this is what I could or wanted to do. And from there, um, I just did it. And um, after talking to my man uh, uh, like over and over about my frustrations and everything, I was kind of like trying to rebrand myself and come up with a name. And he's like, why don't you use your name? But just like. Make it an acronym or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And it took me like two months. And one day I had just said something. And I'm like, like, I was saying how, like, when I'm conversating, like, I just have like great overall topics or something like that. And I was just like, G-O-A-T. And it just kind of, boom, that's where it came from. So
0: yeah that's what's up that is definitely what's up that's a great story and i'm happy you got started podcasting because Thank i you. felt that pain when you said the uh, co you and the co-host went in a <laughs> different direction you know because yeah. that, that happened to me because the first season of liquor talk i had a co-host actually the okay. first two seasons i had a co-host halfway during season two me and that co-host flaked out um i replaced her with someone else that person flaked out, but then after, I think it was after episode 94, or 95, I was just like, fuck it, I'm a one-man crew now, because what I found is when I teleconference like this, people show up. P- right. getting people in your city to work with you, it's a challenge, so that's that's why I kind of just said, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to be a one-man working crew, because one thing I've learned is nobody's going to have the same vision um, for you, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to feel the same way about your right. podcast like right. you do, so...
1: Right. And that's crazy you said that because Big Boy Radio, I came across this interview that he did. And that's where my inspiration came from a little bit, because he was saying how, no, I'm lying. It was Big Boy Radio, but it was 50 Cent. And he was saying, like, how like how did you end up just you know, being a one man crew on what you do. And big boy was saying like how it was not always just him. He, he tried it. They were on different paths. They went in different directions. Um, They didn't have the same uh, schedules and life and goals or anything like that. And he asked him like, how was it? Like, how did you separate from G unit to just 50 cent? And when they pretty much explained how, like how they had been on the same road that I was on and how you really like ain't nobody gonna have your dream or live your dream like like you are i was just like damn okay i think that was my confirmation so i just i just took off
0: yeah and honestly my confirmation was going into groups and saying hey i need a guest and my dm's (laughs) blowing up flooded with people floodgates just opened you know what i'm saying when you say hey you need a guest for your podcast i'm like i don't i'm not getting this kind of love here where i'm at so yeah naturally i'm gonna just go ahead and get into this teleconference thing and we're gonna do it like this you know and lo and behold we still here pushing this what episode 257 right now we i think i'm like
1: 15.
0: Hey, you'll get there, you know what I'm saying? That's why I tell everybody, y'all get there if you just keep going, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. So, like, so what was your inspiration to um, finally say, okay, I'm ready to just go ahead and do this, you know? What really just was like the nail in the coffin?
1: So um, when I was doing the podcast, like from the beginning with my co-host, it was like every episode that we recorded was late. We were like a week behind week behind. And then we would get like two weeks behind and I'm just like, "Damn, like when I like I said when I do something, I be so involved and I wanted like we were just in our learning stages, so I'm like, I want to figure it out. I want to do this, I want to do that. I felt like we should have like multiple episodes in one session and drop them sporadically, and that just wasn't working. And then like she just started flaking on me over and over again or would even be like, "Oh, I'm in route." and just wouldn't show up. We even tried remote and remote wasn't working. And so again, frustration there. And so I had started doing um, shorts in between, like little reels, and I would just like do like a a 60 second reel and just um, uh, pick a topic and just go off about it or whatever. And those started doing really well for me. And especially like on TikTok and Facebook, like a lot of people were messing with them. But that was like just my in-between time to get me going or to like keep me busy when I couldn't record because I was depending on somebody. And once that stopped, I was just doing those. And then, of course, people were like, oh, when you coming back, when you coming back? And I would like talk to certain people and they would give me advice. And they were just like, why don't you just do what you're doing and just turn it into a show? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll see whatever. But I I don't know I just had like I said when I seen that clip that was really it and after talking I was just like I'm gonna do it and I had just set a date like I literally just picked it and uh, it was my birthday March 13th and I was just like um, I said like a month prior it was like February and I was like on oh, my birthday I'm gonna just I'm gonna just kick it off and I had made a post on Facebook and I was like I'm expecting a baby and this or that and everybody went crazy like oh my god you having a baby da 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 and then when March came I was like. Here's my baby. Uh, welcome her to the world and boom. I just I just went.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, that's real. You got to do that. And you know what? That's why whenever people look at me like you're so and so, you don't have kids. Yeah, I got a kid. It's called liquor talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, and one thing I find is like when you stop relying on people, you're just you're you're freaking unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? If someone yeah. don't show up, there's someone else that will show up. So That's why that's the main thing I've wanted people that, and that goes for anything. If whether it's podcasting or business, whatever it is, it's like you can't sit around and wait for people. If they're not, if they're not on the same wavelength, you just might need to just go, get it started and ask questions Mm -hmm. later. Figure it out as you go.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: You you really have to do that. So, what's something you wish you would know about podcasting before you got started?
1: Something I wish I knew. Yeah. Uh I don't know other than like because I do everything like I do my engineering, I do my editing, like I do it all by myself. Um I don't I don't really let like the opinions of it shake me. I think that might be a lot of people issue when they jump into it because once you're actually on a platform and people are like following you. They feel like, okay, now you have something to, to kind of, you have a standard. Oh, you can't say this. You can't say that. You can't talk about this or that, or you're going to offend. Like, that's what I get a lot. You're going to offend the people that follow you or support you. But I'm like, that's why they follow me because of who I am. I'm not going to change who I am now that I have a following or anything like that. And I've been this way. That's why I've, like, I was destined to do this because I be on Facebook and stuff going off, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's, like, it's uh, nothing yes. new to me. <laughs> yes, it's no, I, I used to be the I'm same like, way. Um,
1: right? Type into visual mm-hmm. and audio.
0: Yep. that's <laughs> I used to be the same way as well, going off on Twitter, and then it went to Snapchat, and then it went to podcasting. The one yeah. thing I've learned over the years is, People are just gonna have an opinion no matter what you do, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. you might as well just say fuck it and do it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> just and, and whoever is with you, cool. If not, it is what it is. I respect okay. you for saying your opinion, even if it's a stupid opinion, you know what I'm saying. I'm I still respect you. I'm just not gonna yeah. receive your opinion, you know. Yeah. So now getting back to your last podcast, which was women and their femininity. What is something you would like men to understand about women and their femininity? Um,
1: I I went into that because lately for some reason I've been seeing the conversations about uh, women being too masculine and there may be some that are, but what I need men to understand is that like we're even the masculine ones because I know I have a masculine side But you have to be masculine and you really have to be like in position if you want a feminine woman. Like that's not if if like if I wasn't in in a relationship, if I didn't have a man around or anything like that, I'm I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything on my own. So it's not like I think I'm a guy or I want to be a guy or anything like that. But it's just like I have to be strong. I have to hold everything up. I don't have nobody. I don't have a, a person on the side of me. I don't have a left hand or nothing like that. Um, I think that's where I think it goes both ways with men and women. I think that's where the 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 gap is not bridged. For some reason, it in it in opened up and like it's like we're against each other. A lot of people like, especially I don't know why, because I have a lot of podcast friends or just opinionated friends and For the males, um, they're definitely broken. (laughs) I see that for sure. But they don't understand what it takes to have a feminine woman. Like, it really takes you being a strong... It's not about being, oh, a real man or everything that a woman wants or this or that. No, but you just have to know how to lead in order for a woman to sit back, Mm -hmm. be soft, and, you know, really follow or, or submissive to you.
0: Yeah. And also a lot of men, they try to lead, but not have their shit together. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, they, they're trying to lead and they do this and do that, but you're how, not doing how things.
1: How am I going to submit to people. somebody and I'm paying all the bills or I'm helping him out or doing this or doing that, or he don't have no kind of structure about him at all. How am I going to submit to you and you out here in the streets running wild? It's yeah. not going to happen. Women women naturally want to submit. But we have so much freaking trauma and everything. It's like we got to be guarded. And we got to make sure we, the right woman, I'm going to make sure I have a, you know, I have it. Like I was just saying this, like, was that yesterday or the night before? I was just saying how I don't, I would love to be taken care of. <laughs> I would love it. I would love to have like a man that really just had, like a, a real bag behind him But even in that situation I would still never not want my own Ain't no way that I would just Completely want to just Be fully taken care of Because at any time Or when he gets tired of you Or whatever it may be If he finds someone else That for whatever reason He thinks the grass is greener This man was your provider Now you just left with nothing at all No You could take care of me, but I'm still taking care of myself.
0: Yeah, or how about we just take care of each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever areas you need help in, you take care of, I'll take care of you. And whatever areas you see, I need help in. We we got to just make this a team effort, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's but not a lot of people think like that because just Mm -hmm. this generation is just about let me get got before i get played or something like that and what i notice is a lot of people haven't really healed from that and everybody thinks people ought to get them and sometimes you just gotta take a step back you know
1: yeah i don't understand how uh people go into
0: relationships. people
1: being guarded it's like when you get into a relationship that's it. You're taking that chance. Of course, nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to be played or anything like that. But I would assume you trust this person enough to try with them. Not like, oh, I'm going to keep some on the side just in case. You're not even in a relationship if that's mm-hmm. how you if you got options.
0: You're really not because And and also I saw this clip the other day and it still baffles my mind about how people glorify being a side person. I'm like, You don't love yourself. I'm sorry. If you would rather sit here and be the side person and think the grass is greener and hope that this person is going to leave, you're going to be waiting forever. Ever. Because they're not leaving.
1: But you got to remember how you got them is how you're going to lose them. You didn't do nothing but become the one being cheated on. So
0: Yep. And now you got to be looking up like, is he doing this or is he doing that? You know what I'm saying? Or is she doing this or she doing that? And, yeah, yeah, you know what? If you're just going to be the side person, just own your role if you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better I sound. So go ahead and pull up that liquor if you haven't done so already. Go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts at. Go ahead and tap in with your boy. All right. We both live in tourist towns. I live in Orlando, which is like, you know, Disney World stuff. And Miss Chrissy over here lives in Sin City, better known as Las Vegas, you know. So what is it like living there and seeing it? Because you got the shows, you got people gambling their lives away. And it's it's a lot going on in Vegas.
1: There is, but Vegas... It's really big. It's small. Uh, everybody know everybody, but at the same time, like, Vegas is really big. Um, I don't live anywhere near the Strip. <laughs> I'm about 30, 35 minutes away from the Strip. Um, we definitely have a ghetto. We got the hood and all of that. Um, those We don't live in hotels like everybody think We don't. Um, We actually have the Strip, and then we also have downtown. Downtown is like a a smaller version of the Strip. And I think more locals may play around downtown unless you into other stuff like, you know, extracurricular activities out there on the Strip. But it's cool. I I don't like raising kids here. I wish that I didn't have to raise my kids here. I definitely would have chose somewhere else. But... Uh, a lot of stuff has come up over the years like we have a lot or more for the kids to do now. We we have a little bit of culture, not a whole lot, but we do have a little bit of culture here, too. It's You just have to get out and really experience it.
0: Yeah. So what's your advice to anybody going to Vegas for the first time?
1: Don't be naive. Do not be naive because they will get you if they can. If especially if you're going on that strip, be careful. And especially if you're out here trying to buy something, be careful because they will get you. But that's not all that Vegas is about either. Like, of course, I'm gonna say, like, don't lose your like I live here, I don't even gamble. Everybody swear that everybody in Vegas gambles. That's not for me. I would prefer to go to the mall and spend my money and come home with something that's going to go in my closet or something like that. I'm not a gambler. Um, I do have family members like they gamble. Uh, they they actually win a lot, but that's not what it's all about. But you got to be careful coming here.
0: Yes, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm not a <laughs> gambler man either. You know what I'm saying? I would have won a go for the shows and stuff because i'll be saying y'all have like all the artists be doing residencies and stuff yeah. you know so i and don't that's know kind of
1: new um that's kind of new i'm gonna say like over the last five maybe five to ten years that's something new with the residencies and everything it used to be really big like with um like the, the older um, artists. And you know, like we have Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack and people like that. And then like Celine Dion came here over time. It was like like those type of artists. But over the last five to 10 years, like we got, now we got Lil Baby, we got T.I., we got Future, Fabulous. Like they come here on a regular, they go to Dre's. Dre's is a popular nightclub. They also have Night Swim, they have a pool there. And on the weekends, it's like somebody different Friday, Saturday or Sunday, somebody different. Or sometimes they'll just have like um, even DJs be having a residency. So, like I said, that's that's kind of new for us. That's not something that's always been. So those things like that are cool. Mm.
0: Yeah, that that's what's up. You know, what I'm saying so (laughs) because I'm now why do you say you wouldn't raise your kids? You don't like raising. You have to raise your kids in Vegas.
1: Because it's just like, again, like we don't have like major culture and especially for for black kids, of course. Um, But like Vegas is Vegas was a mob city, really a mob town. Um, And then over time, like that's just really what it was. And at first it was a tourist city. You still have off the strip and things like that. But there's just not a lot for kids here versus if you take them down south or something they're going to learn more they're going to learn about their culture their background and everything like that and it's going to be so much that you can get them involved in like we have pop Warner, my daughter she's in major at dance and she's done that since she was like six years old but actually when she started that is when it first touched down in vegas we we didn't have that kind of stuff back then
0: wow wow and now, now I'm seeing y'all getting the sports teams and stuff, you know. Unfortunately, so,
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> What's wrong? You don't like the Raiders fans? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we don't really have a problem with them at all. But it's just like when they came, everything. When y'all came, y'all haven't won. Y'all haven't brought nothing to the city <laughs> but an increase in taxes and everything like that. And then the Aces are cool. I just shout out to the Aces a week ago. That's cool. And you know, they champion. So that's cool. But now y'all trying to get the A, the Oakland A's. And that's literally right across the street from the Raiders. That's Mm -hmm. like, we're not used to that type of stuff. When we go on, like, we don't live on the strip already. So when we go, a lot of locals don't like to go on the strip because parking and all of the extra stuff and it's just like a lot of traffic that's not what we're used to if it's not like a special event but now it's like it's just there everything is just there like we have a street called tropicana that's a main street in las vegas and they're they're taking tropicana away like completely it's just going to be like a crosswalk for because of these these big stadiums where we never had stadiums like that here literally think about that like over all the years that there's been sports teams or anything like Mm -hmm. that first before that we got the t-mobile arena and that's like where they made even bigger concerts that's on one block right behind them sits the the raiders stadium and then right in front of them now y'all putting something else there
0: damn (laughs) and i know vegas i know before the raiders got there the vegas got a hockey team i'm like but they've been they've been killing it though. I'm like, wow, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, nice. Vegas yes, <laughs> Vegas got the hockey team. And what's funny is Vegas and Florida. Um, the Florida Panthers are in the finals. So yeah. motherfuckers in Canada are probably pissed about that. That two <laughs> two warm ass cities are getting the finals. Yeah. <laughs> but but nevertheless, though, like Vegas does sound like a good time. Definitely gotta get out there, but I definitely feel you like. The touristy parts of Orlando, the Disney Worlds, the, the Universal Studios, all those theme parks and stuff. Being a no local, I barely go to that shit because yeah. it's nothing but traffic over there. And it was a blessing when I don't have to work in that area because it can be a bitch to get there. And certain times the airport mm-hmm. can get crazy as well. So I definitely feel you on everything in yeah. Vegas, you yeah. know. Airport
1: right down the street. It's like everything is just right there. And then it used to be where locals didn't have to pay to park at the casinos. Now we got to pay to park. We live here. Why we got to pay to park? 25, 30. Like I'm used to doing that when I travel. But to be local and I go like, you know, I may want to go to a nice restaurant in a hotel or something like that, or be taking my daughter to do something within these hotels. And y'all treating us like we tourists. $25, yeah. 45 dollars for parking
0: oh yeah which is why i'm like if i i said myself if i travel anymore i'm just gonna say fuck renting a car i'll just pay for uber yeah. you know what i'm that's saying I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll just i'll pay for the uber lift because yeah. 25 30 or 40 for parking is just ridiculous
1: yeah and then you still gotta walk a block or two uh uh-uh.
0: yes that that's just that's <laughs> that ridiculous yeah um there was a podcasting convention in orlando and i'm like i saw it was like for 40 dollars for parking i'm like get out of here nah y'all y'all definitely y'all might see me next year but (laughs) not this year you know yeah (laughs) but overall if you if you come to these cities either las vegas or orlando know what the hell you're getting into before you get there because Us locals, we we really don't know everything, you know. We mm-hmm. tend to stay out the limelight.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> now moving on. I know you've seen this story about Zion Williamson, the basketball player, you know, getting involved with the porn star and having all these other people come out. My question, and I'm I've been watching the whole ordeal. I'm like, do people just not take the ills <laughs> silently? You know, know how to take their ills publicly. Why does everything need to be broadcasted? Now you, I'm more concerned about when this man gonna come back on the court and play because he a beast and his team <laughs> yeah. is good when he out there. But why would people broadcast their L's like this? Like, except the fact that you're the side person, I'm sorry you got played and you got lied to, but yeah. you should have just cut this person out. But why broadcast the L's? That's what I want to get at. <laughs>
1: I think that it depends. I think it's level. Like, for one, especially if I'm going through something, um, I always tell people when I'm going through something or something happened with me, you, you're, the way to know is because I shut off. From social media. I'm not active. I'm not posting. I'm not anything like that. Um, That's when I'm handling something or I'm going through some emotions or whatever it may be. So that's just me. I don't feel like I got to run to social media and put this out there and put that out there whenever something is is wrong. But on the flip side, I think that, like I said, it's levels to it. I think it's about the disrespect. I think it's about the... um, lack of communication i guess you could say or just it's just really levels to being played because and i've been in a situation personally and i knew for sure that i was the one you know and out of nowhere somebody come out the woodworks and it's like or something like that is exposed but this is a person that I spend all my time with. I'm with this person every day all day. If I'm not at work, boom, we like we're together. Actively, we do everything like a couple and then it's just like boom, surprise. I got a girlfriend or I got a baby on the way. I think it's it's really about ego. And like, you know, ego is a crazy thing to have and if that's crushed, I think that's what draws them to social media. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know um, just really how to deal with it, or even some people feel like they need an answer. It's like, okay, I thought we were this. You misled me. You let me think this. You let me think that. And when something like this is exposed, now you just fall off the face of the earth. At least give me an explanation, or even if it's just an apology, and go on your way. But if you just front me off, act like I'm delusional, act like I like everything that we were just doing was just like make believe of course i'm gonna feel some type of way and i think some people feel like that's their only option is to expose because it's like you playing me and you trying to front me off okay let me let me show people how you are i think that's where that comes from
0: yeah and i i get all that but At the end of the day, you're making yourself look stupid (laughs) by exposing someone else. I think people don't realize that because people are going to look at you like, you allowed this to happen, so why should we have sympathy for you? Yeah. Do I think you should have had the conversation? Yes. Do I think there should have been a little more communication and everybody should know their roles and stuff? I bet you if they knew their roles, because nowadays some people are down with poly. Some people are down with... Multiple people being yes, in a relationship did. and stuff. So, yes. Yeah. Some people are down with that. So if you know that and you're communicating that, then you wouldn't have somebody just outing you on social media. And I'm just yeah. like, you know what? Then I'm reading the details. I'm like, there are some things that just need to stay off social media. Something else. Yeah. I don't <laughs> how to take that shit inside. Some
1: stuff I was like, okay, why did she say that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like why, why are you saying that? And like, you allowed that to happen at the end of the day, you know, because <laughs> you, you got to look at yourself in the mirror, like, why did I allow this to happen? And why yes. wasn't I, um, checking this person about this? Yeah. And my question to him was like, why not be upfront with this? You know, you know, you talking to other people and stuff. Why are y'all not being upfront with this? And I feel like a lot of people do in relationships, but People aren't broadcasting though, but I feel like a lot it happens a lot more than what we think, and it's just yeah, of course, no,
1: yeah, and I and especially him in his stature, his position. There's women that just want to be around you just because they're Mm -hmm. gonna put up with whatever you. Are dishing out just because? So it's like, I mean, just regular, ordinary people. Y'all should definitely be upfront about things like that. I don't understand why want to be a player, but like you're not even being a player. Like that's 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 where the line is drawn right there. There's a difference in being a player because a player, all his women or her men or whatever, they know about not, may not necessarily know about each other, but they're not. They know they're not the only one. They know they don't have any kind of, um, um, they don't have any expectations. They don't really have no benefits other than what they're getting or anything like that. But they always tend to go after the people that are looking for something committed. Why are you coming my way when you know that I want a commitment? You know that I want it to be just me and you. And nobody else, when there's all these other people out here that are going to go along with that, or like you said, Polly. now, that's so popular for whatever reason, there's people out here that are for that. But I I think it's just the thrill of turning somebody out or even sneaking. I've seen somebody say like, it's the thrill of knowing that I'm getting away with something. But I think that's a lot of people that's not in their purpose because we too grown for that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes we are you know we're definitely too grown for that you know what i'm saying because you, you're gonna get tired of it and you're gonna realize that you maybe shouldn't have been playing around because it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass yeah, yeah, yeah because
1: the emotions like they ain't never seen snapped or nothing like that like that's it's mm-hmm. crazy because people really like being hurt is is something crazy. It really is. And I can admit in my younger days, like, my cousin just tagged me on something yesterday. The girl was like, um, it was like me. Uh, and she was like. I'm finna slash his tires and then it was like uh the cousin was like come get me and my cousin tagged me it was like us back in the days but I can be open and honest and say that in my younger days yeah don't play with my feelings because I'm finna come bust your windows <laughs> I'm finna put your tires on flat or I'm finna trip but once you go through that a couple times or you mature you know like like you said just leave they're losing in the end just leave the situation alone because yeah. if you just keep going back and back and back and back, like I was talking to somebody, they they got a tracker on amen. man. And it's like, for what? Like, what are you tracking? Right, for?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, what are you tracking them for? If I'm if I'm looking for something, if I'm going and I've been the type to go through the phones or, you know, when I want to know something or if I feel like you're not telling me something or you're not being. You just being sneaky. And I know you like I know your patterns or anything like that. I had to learn over time, like even if he is being sneaky, like I'm going to respect your boundaries. That's your phone. I have my phone. I don't mind if you pick mine up or anything like that because I don't got nothing to hide. But that's something that I've had to learn. It's like if you have to do all of that. Normally, you do that to find out so that you can be done with the situation. Why are you tracking just to be like, oh, OK, I know where he at. I know he here. I know he there. OK, he finna do this. He finna make this move like that gets that's borderline. Cra- well, that is crazy, because what are you? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, that, that is borderline crazy. And to her, to her man, I'm like, why do you allow that shit? Why do you allow her to track know. it? He
1: don't know. Huh. He do know. know. No, he
0: don't oh, know. Oh, man. And Listen. That's the
1: crazy. That's like, like, been there, done that. You know these days in smartphones and things like that. But like I said, you're looking for something so that you can not be played and you can be done with the situation. But not just to keep tabs on him. He ain't. This my man. This not my son.
0: Yeah. Now, you know what? She better pray as soon as he, he find out he don't up and leave her because it's like, what man want to be like? We want to have our freedom. We want you to miss us. We want to yeah. have a life. We need to have a life outside of you. I've mm-hmm. talked to plenty of couples on this podcast. They said the same things that you got to have friends. You got to have a life outside of that partner. You if, you, if you don't have a life outside that partner and you don't have time to miss them, then that relationship it's going to go sour.
1: Yeah. That's so true. We're still both individuals, so I definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah, and one thing I've known about friends is like sometimes you just you can tell them some things, but you just gotta <laughs> let them be. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they, it's just gonna go one, one right thing went throughout. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's still that's still crazy. In this and all these relationship situations and stuff. It's just. It makes being single a little more peaceful, you know. (laughs) That's the sad part.
1: uh, Before I got in my relationship that I'm in now, I had went through a little heartbreak. And I've always been used to being in a relationship, even if like it may have went. I'm going to say like six months or so. I've never been single longer than that. Um, But before I got in my relationship, I was single for like almost two years and I was really heartbroken. I had really went through something and that was the first time that I was like, okay, it's all about me. I'm living my life. I had even, I was dating, like how they say date them all. I went out here sleeping with everybody, but I was really dating. I was really doing my own thing. And I would even get asked all the time, like, you really don't want to be in a relationship? Or when it was there, like, oh, you just want my meat back or something like that. I'm not chas- chasing that. Oh, I bit my lip. But like, mm-hmm. I'm just not ready. I knew that I wasn't ready for a relationship. And not only that, but I was scared of being hurt again. So I had a big wall up. But being single, I was like, bruh. It made me like, I seen the other side all the men that are in the relationships that are married and all of that stuff like that were coming at me i was like this is really real like y'all be doing this when people are in relationships and so that really made me like yeah i'm cool i'll be single and live my life and not have to worry about if he cheating on me if he out here (sighs) these inbox bandits and all of that (laughs) like they are crazy
0: you would think the inbox bandits will go away once you, if you post somebody, but I've heard from people in relationships it only get worse. I'm like, damn, I'm like, so if you post somebody, it's only gonna get worse. Now you got other people in your inbox trying to take them away. I'm like, you don't love yourself. Like, if someone somebody tell me they're in a relationship, I'll just back off. I'm not, I'm not even gonna force this situation. That they be wanting
1: the ones, and I said this in one of my um, my shows. It's crazy, like. What's for you is for you, and I think that people, they miss that. You see what looks good. You see, like, prime example, speaking about my relationship, uh, because we're both, like, in the spotlight, and my, my man, he has his own show as well. And when we're out, like, people be calling us, like, oh, goals and the power couple and this or that. It's good, you know, and we do work hard towards our relationship, but our relationship is not perfect. We get mad at each other. We be fighting or not physically, but like we argue and things like that. I'd be tired. I'd be like, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I have to think about it. I have to weigh my options and everything. But it's like it's a continuous job every day. Like I said, we're working to, to maintain this relationship and to make sure that it's healthy. But people only see the image and what we look like when we're out and want it. And I think that's what happens a lot. It's like, oh, dang, he really hold her down. He really be doing everything for her. You want that. But it's like he's doing that because that's his woman. Or, oh, she really a down ass female and whatever it may be. So you're you you looking and you're like lusting for that. But you don't know what this man is doing for her or to her or how he's making her feel for her to really feel like I'm going to stick beside him like all of that the it's like it's the back end but nobody wants that they don't want to work for it they don't they don't want to build it up they just feel like yes. okay this is what it looked like i'm i'm just gonna go after that because i see what it looked like but how she is with you she ain't or with him she's not gonna be like that with you because you're you're different with every person you know but
0: yes you are <laughs> you are definitely different with every person you know what the, what the difference is The difference comes down to is whether or not you really like them or not or whether or not they like you more than you like them. That's the real difference because if you went in a relationship with someone that you like them, but they don't like you the same way, you're (laughs) going to tolerate more crap and they're going to be half-assing it and they're going to be waiting for you to fuck up so that way they can just bounce, you know. But if you're with somebody that really likes you, they're going to fight you to keep this shit going.
1: yes, yes. That, that's so true. Like in my situation right now, like I went through um, something really traumatic. I don't know if you had a chance to even like really dig deep or see anything, but like I lost my son three years ago. Um, he was gunned down and that's the hardest thing I've ever, ever in life had to deal with and don't know how I'm still standing to this day.
0: Damn, I am so sorry for your loss. Um Thank you. I couldn't even imagine, like so I don't have kids. I couldn't even imagine losing a, a child like that. Um I'm, yeah. I'm sorry for that.
1: And so I'm I'm just so thankful and I'm blessed to be with the person that I'm with. And it's like he's there exactly how I need him to be. He's not overbearing, he's he doesn't like like because a lot of people not just in relationships they're overbearing. They just they want to be there and I know they want to be there but they don't know how to be. And they like they they stress you out. They stress you out a lot. Um but then there's those people that don't know how to be there for you and you may need them actually. If I was in a relationship with somebody else or even just saying like in a past relationship that I've been in, I would have lost my mind. I don't think that that person could have ever managed me going through what I've went through or what I'm still going through. So and that just that just comes with it. Like you have like there's a timing for sure timing and you know, sometimes you just got to meet at the right time or different times or any us, for example, we met like 10 years ago and we just we've been together the last three years. So it's like it's definitely timing, but everybody is different with everybody and mm-hmm. it, maturity where you're at a lot of things come into play and how you are like you said how you are with that person how they are what you do they really like you do you really like them do they like you more than you or or you know all of that all of that matters mm-hmm.
0: yes all of it definitely matters so y'all definitely be careful if you get into relationships <laughs> and please get into relationships with people that are single that are, that cannot be claimed by somebody else that don't have another person pregnant, you know, <laughs> please don't get into it. And sure. I just see people that were pregnant out here dating and stuff. I've seen that too. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't make this up. There was, that was somebody on social media that they, they, they were just open with it. Like, yes, I'm pregnant with another man's baby, but I'm out here dating. I'm like, okay, Whoa. miss.
1: You got, I mean, you know, we don't know the situation or how they met or anything like that, but God dang, it's like, you got priorities. You got a lot of prenatal priorities that you need to be focused on. Dating shouldn't even be on the list.
0: Yeah. And that's why I said, and and it's like, even to people with a newborn, like a six week girl, like a newborn, I'm like, you got a newborn, but you're out here dating. Like if I had a newborn and it was just me, I would not they won't be the last thing I'll be thinking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, now speaking of relationships, now I was listening to another podcast. They, they, they made some interesting facts about this and I got to speak on this. (laughs) So I want to get your take as well. What do you think about people who claim that single people are a bad influence on people in relationships? Because they act like single people can be the absolute devil to people in relationships, when that's not the case, I'm like, just because I'm single does not mean I haven't been with somebody before. Yeah. So I don't get why people all make assume that their single <laughs> friends are the absolute devil.
1: They can be. <laughs> they now, can. Some be. can
0: be. Some can be. You know. But
1: that's not true at all, and I think I happen to be one of those friends when I'm 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 single or have been. I don't plan on being, but um. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not going to force you to do anything that you don't want to do or put you in any environment. Really, all I can say is like, everything is like situational, situational, because there's some friends and I have some friends, they try to treat me like I'm single They want me to do single things. They want me to go certain places that I do not belong. Um, But I don't, I don't, like you said, you've been in a relationship before. So you know what it's like to be in a relationship. You can give advice from your experience or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that you, you can't take advice from anybody that's single. I think it just really depends on the person and the information or where it's coming from really yeah. but um I don't see a problem with that I don't have a problem like I don't have a problem with having single friends or anything like that but there are those ones that it's just like I don't trust them don't want them around mm-mm.
0: yeah if that's the case you might want to get rid of them you know what I'm saying that's <laughs> why it's like you got to cut them off the ones you can't trust you know what I'm saying that's going yeah. to you some dumb shit, you know because i'm that single friend i'll tell you you better stay in this relationship and fight right. for person's yeah. worth it because ain't shit out here right now so i need y'all mm-hmm. to fight for your relationships because it ain't shit out here you ain't missing nothing
1: real. but at the same time also it be the ones in the relationships that they be more of a bad influence they be worse
0: so oh man like- that, that's not good if the ones in the relationships be the worst of influence
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> that is if your relationship is making you be a b- bad influence on somebody then you might need to get out of that relationship because though your partner should bring the best out of you not turn you into something you're not you know i've heard right. plenty of artists say that on songs that i wasn't myself i wasn't this i wasn't that and then i get away from that person and it's like yeah, what a difference getting away from that one person makes, you know. i even seen yeah. what um, Pete Davidson, he said he got away from Kim and things got better for him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even for Yay, yeah, he, he got got, got rid of Kim and, you know, it's like <laughs> things got better. So sometimes it is the person you're with, you know.
1: Yeah, that's so true too. And I think that's why we just have to stay aware of that because we can – I'm going to say get lost in a relationship just because, like, you're just getting so involved. But that's why you have to still be your own individual. Y'all coming together as one, especially if you marry. But you have to remember that you are like, I don't like I despise friends that get in relationships and think that like you don't have know how to balance having friendships and a relationship. I understand they're, they're two different things. I understand your relationship is your priority or all of that, but just because you get in a relationship, you don't have to isolate yourself. You don't, I don't give a damn a bitch just having drinks or having brunch or lunch or anything like that. Yeah, you may change up and you may not go out to the club or anything like that because you're in a relationship, but to just completely isolate yourself or treat your friends like they ain't never been there when you were going through it. I I don't understand. I think those are the type of people that really lose themselves within relationships.
0: Yes, and those are the ones that when the relationship blows up in their face, they Mm -hmm. some of them act all brand new, and then some of them (laughs) they just go completely ghost. It's like yeah, you you can't be that way, you know. You can't be like you can't you can't you gotta have your friends that's been riding for you on your side and stuff. No, they gotta respect the fact. That you have your people because i know there's some controlling people that will tell you oh you can't be friends with this person you can't do this you can't do that mm-hmm. they were here before you so you're going to respect them or this relationship is just not going to work and yeah. i think more people need to be strong-minded like that
1: yeah because why are you with somebody that wants to tell you that you cannot have friends why and i bet they have friends and do everything they want to do but you can't have friends. You got to sit at home and do absolutely nothing while they out living their life, mm-hmm. their individual life and get back to you when they get back to you. But you just feel like you just trapped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you feel trapped then you, that's not the relationship for you. And now I will say, how do you feel about um, your, your person having friends of lady friends? Because there was some um, men that said they had to cut off their girlfriends that, not their, their female friends that which were like their homegirls, meaning they're not gonna hit on them i'm like why you had to cut the home girls off you know it's like you ain't you ain't gonna fool around with them
1: you what uh timon say on the lion king you gotta leave your past behind you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean if it's an ex-girlfriend yeah that i understand yeah, yeah. if it's an ex I understand. Um,
1: but-, but no being honest um my man has female friends that he's grown up with, that he's known. Uh, they lived in his neighborhood and things like that. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. I've actually been out with him multiple times. Sometimes they've come out um, when I've had something for his birthday or something like that. And they may bring their their men. Okay, cool. Um, as long as they're respectful, I don't see anything with wrong with it. Now, you're not, you're not going out and hanging out with your, your female friend. No, I, I'm not playing that at all. And I'm definitely not going to do that at all. But I don't feel like you can't just 100% not have friends of the opposite sex. I think that there just has to be boundaries when you're in a relationship.
0: Yes, you said it. Yes, you definitely got to have those boundaries. And a, a lot of people don't, don't respect those boundaries. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know you got to have the boundaries if you set the boundaries everything should be all or everything should be copacetic but people nowadays they take it to the next extreme Mm -hmm. which I don't I don't get I'm like we about to be in 2024 the world about to end y'all doing shit to the next extreme I don't I don't get it yeah
1: and then you just have some friends and like those may really be your friends but you have to like you know your friends I'm sure And you Mm got to know your partner as well, too, because if you got somebody that's like a a short fuse, like you really have to know. And sometimes it's not even a cutoff, but it just has to be boundaries there because and I know I can say this personally. I have guy friends and some of my guy friends like they joke a lot. They may joke a little too much, but I know how they joke. I know how they play. But you're not going to do that because that's going to come off as disrespectful to the person that I'm in a relationship with. So there has to be like boundaries within there, but you have some friends, they don't care. And they feel like, oh, okay. I don't care that you're in a relationship. I know you longer than her, or I know you longer than him, or like you owe them more loyalty than you owe the person that you're with. It's when it's like, we're not even one and the same. This is someone that I'm in an intimate relationship with. And you're someone that I had a friendship or whatever the level of it was but if they can't respect the fact that you're in a relationship, I think that deserves a cutoff.
0: Definitely. It definitely deserves a cutoff. If, if um you they can't respect the fact that you're in a relationship, you definitely got to cut that off because it just shows you who they really are. And, you know, and they're yeah. probably going to want the same thing from you as if if they get into a relationship, you know, yeah. So you just got to cut them off if they're not going to. Respect your wills and stuff, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This is Look at Talk. This is minute 52 of Look at Talk. Keep pouring up if you haven't done so already. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, drink responsibly because I'm not responsible for your DUIs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing we're gonna get to is what do you think about people saying that marriage is nothing but a big ass transaction and also people who complain about divorces and having to pay alimony and all that other stuff you know it's like my thing is why get married if you're gonna complain about all that stuff but what do you think
1: i'm big on marriage i i want to be married um i was married actually but i married young i was 17 when i married Um, wow
0: 17 yeah what were you thinking yeah. getting married at 17? You not I, you
1: not. <laughs> I oh. thought I was in love. I, I, you know, I thought I was going to be with him for the rest of my life. And we had my first child we had together. Um, and that's just what it was. But then partially uh, after I matured, I realized like I just wanted to be out of my mom's house as well. Um I just I just wanted to be gone. But actually, like he was very controlling. He didn't want me to have friends. He didn't want me to hang out with my family. He wanted to isolate me and have me all to himself. Uh, and then he tried to be a little abusive. So I got right out of that situation immediately. Was it a
0: man in his thirties?
1: No. Um, he was two years older than me. He was two years older than me. So 19,
0: was, y'all were nineteen and seventeen getting yeah. married. Mm-hmm. Man, I would have loved to see y'all on divorce court and watch the judge ripping <laughs> nah, y'all because nah. it's like, well, you probably
1: would have, but because back then, whew, I was off the chain. But no, nah, I just like I knew it wasn't for me. I got right up out of it. Um, but like I'm big on marriage. I love everything that marriage, real marriage, represents. Um, I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't think that it's transactional. Everything is what you make of it. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm going to tell you something, I have a friend right now and he's not married, but he was, he was dealing with someone. And like I was saying earlier, he took care of her, did everything for her. He actually got it to the point where she felt, where, where he made her feel comfortable enough to not need to work at all. Like she she lucked up and got with somebody that really bought her a house, bought her a car, did all of those things for her. Right. Somebody else comes along, her bag match his bag. And it's just like whatever the chemistry or whatever was there that made him feel like the grass was greener. And we were just having a conversation and he was saying like he's he's still kind of torn between the two. But. He doesn't understand, like now you like this one more. She's more of a go getter and she, she, she got her own and everything while, oh, she over here, she just want to be taken care of. She don't want to work. She don't want to do this. She don't want to do that. And I had to stop him in his tracks and tell him, you got her used to that. You made her. Yep. So it's like, you have to take accountability because that's what you did. And you did it for so many years and she like that's all she knew of course she's still gonna expect that or like she thought that she lucked up and just i could just sit back and chill and i don't have to do i don't ever have to do anything because i'm being completely taken care of totally
0: now what does she bring does she do anything for him to make him say i just want to take care of this girl does she do anything for him
1: like i said you must really love her for you to do all of those things. Something she made you feel some kind of way within you for you to do those things. Because like you've openly said like, Oh, well I like her cause she got money. She rich. She be good. Give- yeah. You got your own money, but she's giving to you, which I don't think is going to last, but it be men, you know, y'all be a little confused. <laughs> y'all be, all. but now you can't you you stuck you don't know what to do because this she's she's buying your time versus this one she just she just got it naturally but now you don't know how okay like you teetering like which way do i go which way do i go
0: well at this point you just gotta go what makes you feel right you know what i'm saying yeah. if, if if it feels right go get the divorce if 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 it, if it if it doesn't feel right with the other person you ride with the person you with. you know what i'm saying right. so. and
1: what i will say like you said earlier it's not always about 50/50 or like what it's not like it's like what you can do you bring what you can do i bring what i can do and we balance it out. That's how a relationship is, that's how it's supposed to be. So when you ask what did she bring, like, yeah, you're successful, you're a businessman, and all of these things, she helped you maintain your businesses and run. Mm. Them. So it's not like she didn't do anything at all. Okay. She's helping your situation versus this person, like all they have is a finances, but some people don't. Look at the obvious. Like, it's there. She's not doing the financial part, but she's helping bring in the finances. You get me?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in that case, you just got to ride with who got you there. And if she was there from the start, you got to ride with the person that was there at the start. Because the grass ain't always greener on the other side. And that Mm -hmm. new person you get, they might not have your back. They might not be as busy savvy as you think, you know. Right.
1: So,
0: you just got to ride with them, especially if you didn't give them the ring and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you let them know what they say. They say it's cheaper to keep them, you know?
1: <laughs> for sure. For it's sure. That's still true.
0: Yeah, it's definitely cheaper to keep them. But you got to <laughs> know who to who, who keep But who's worth being kept and who right. you just need to get kicked to the curb, you know? Yeah. Yes, yes. So what's the big plans for the podcast for the remainder of the year?
1: I am going up. I am just like... um recording and recording and recording I really want to go to um like you have you said they had a podcast a convention out there. I really want to do one of those um and just like meet new people. Like like I went through the same thing with you um as far as like having to go outside of the city even though there's a lot of people here with podcasts, but I just feel like expanding your network is is really going to expand your net worth eventually? So I'm just working on continuously recording and dropping episodes and meeting a lot of new people, really. So just stay tuned. I'll be talking about everything. The only thing I really don't care to talk about is politics, but everything yeah, else.
0: You, you listen. You <laughs> and every black person say the same thing because <laughs> like I only know that's one tough. black person I know, and that's one of the homies. He he knows that. He knows Mm -hmm. he he's good with his politics and stuff. So I really don't care to talk about it either because I think the whole I'm on my conspiracy theory shit. I think they I think all this shit's just made up and I think they know what they about to do, you know, but they just it's an illusion, you know. But I don't like going down that rabbit hole. But lastly, listen, I definitely enjoyed the time with you. Tell the people why do they need to tap in with the GOAT podcast.
1: Uh, it's um, the GOAT podcast everywhere. Um, so either you can look me up like on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Chrissy the GOAT, K-R-I-S-S-I-E. And then the GOAT is T-H-A-G-O-A-T. But on... Twitter and Instagram is k r i s s i e underscore the number two the letter X Chrissy underscore two times. Uh, my podcast page on Instagram is t h a underscore g dot o dot a dot t underscore pod p o d. And like I said, if you just type in Chrissy to go or the Go Podcast, I'm gonna come up on uh, YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. It, it, it all it all aligns
0: so what are the why and what are the people gonna get from your podcast if they tap in with you
1: um a lot of real you're just gonna get like i don't know like i'd be telling people don't look to me i am not your i'm not no counselor i'm not no uh, life coach. that's real I'm not any of that, but truthfully, you're going to get something that that you can use. You're going to get some, like, I speak from experience and I speak from research. I do a lot of research, um, I, I guess, because I've always wanted to be like a counselor or I've wanted to work with like at-risk youth and things like that. So that's where I speak from as, as well as like a mother. Um, I'm real nurturing. So I just talk about real life relationships, issues, drama, like all the stuff you you spoke on on here. Um I just give my opinion on those things. I'm very very opinionated. So, you'll definitely you're going to get entertainment for sure and you just going to get some real some real feedback on whatever it is
0: that's real that's real i want to thank you for your time i want to thank you for coming on the liquor talk whenever you're ready to have me on the goat podcast remember i might be in florida i'm just a dm away let's for plan sure. and set it up because i would love to come on your podcast and hell later this year if i ever come to vegas i'd love to i'd love to get with you and then we can get together and record some stuff
1: for sure
0: or if you ever come to florida hit me up we can definitely get up in the studio and for make sure. some stuff happen
1: yeah, and happy. I want to
0: thank you, the listeners, for listening to Looker Talk. Um, thank you for tapping in, whether to listen to it on iHeartRadio, Radio, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts at. I want to thank you all. Also, don't forget people listening on YouTube. Uh, we are in the midst of the final rounds of season five. Season five is coming mm-hmm. to a close. I want to thank everybody for supporting. Until next time, keep it easy and keep it breezy, pull up and keep it moving without this motherfucker deuces. <laughs>